Is this us? This is us. This is us. This is what else do we need, Susanna? Sonia's here, but in hiding somewhere. Marilyn wants to join. Did you see the message? And Chloe, will you send her the link? Yeah, go. Can you do it? You do it. Thank you. Do it from this phone. So, Susanne, because it, what you were saying before is not recorded, and I know you're going to have a work talk about it, but would you would you make an introduction for the work talk of your discoveries? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for opening that space. For the last, for the last, I think it was even two years through uh, through the COVID times. Um, we from our own necessity, our team of women from our own necessity discovered an archetypal place. It's called Wise Woman Healing Garden. And it starts from the necessity of doing a series of emotional healing processes and also some integration practice, not only doing the processing, but also getting some coaching, integration practice, and whatever needs to be to to weave these results of the emotional healing processes into your inner structure mm-hmm. so the white woman healing garden is mostly about building matrix and if you look at the word, word matrix matrix means soil mother soil this is one of the it's mother soil and this in this Wise Woman Healing Garden, it's a health space of one or two weeks where you build this mother soil, where you des- decidedly build matrix. matrix. Daily. So Janet, Janet has also been one of the space holder of the garden. So we have been eight women with a um, lot of experiences in, in experience in space holding for for transformational spaces and also for healing spaces. And this is how it goes. It There is this archetypal garden is a virtual place and we are opening as a team this place to the person who wants to go through this week of transformation or two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we are opening it the garden in a certain cer- ceremony and the necessity of the, the client also comes to the table. So it's actually the necessity of the client which brings together the team and and opens the garden. Mm-hmm. And then comes the specialty. It's not only, it's not the EHPs like every day one or whatever, how it comes up. There is a garden guide and the garden guide is kind of a mentor who who accompanies the person and keeps up the thread through all the processes. And all the processes results are also shared in a telegram group and commented. So all the team really holds the space for the two weeks. Mm-hmm. And in the end, there is also a getting coming out of the garden ceremony where also where all the jewels are 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 picked and um yeah so it becomes a really wrong thing thank you oh cool thank, thank you, you Susanna. thank you hi erilyn hi erilyn hi erilyn yay you're here erilyn yeah hi <laughs> and sonia on a bus so this is it for the team for the study group today so obviously wow. the, the change of time is a little rough on on our global global edge workers something like that mm. um well there were also logistically two messages one said it started at 8 p.m and it's not it's 11 for new zealand we're 11 hours ahead yeah so okay. let's see some of them turn up at eight, eight. Okay, so so anything? I mean, anything from anybody? Any any sharings or comments or experiments? 
Well, having been in a five-day lab, which four days of the lab was clearing, 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 clearing by doing floor processes and deep healing processes. So that for me, the big legend was Sunday morning when Anne-Chloe, I wish I had the language, she had nunchucks. You know what a nunchuck is? So <laughs> like this, like Anne-Chloe, honestly, <laughs> one thing, then the next thing, the next. And over here, she was like a conductor with nunchucks, really navigating a powerful space. Mm-hmm. And it was the same time that in New Zealand that weekend was Let the Women Speak. So I I think, it, like I'm goose bumping, remembering the power of holding a space to let the women speak. Aralene, have you something to add to that? Um, yes. <laughs> Hi, Sonia. Um, yeah, that I I actually said to Aunt Chloe that that was the lab right there that that morning and um. Oh, I was so wishing it was being recorded. I'm in the habit now of seeing all of these things and saying, oh, it's not really full. I can go back and watch the replay. And I was like, there is no replay. And uh, um, yeah, I unless it's in your beat book, Clinton, because I saw you writing furiously. And I was like, oh, I wonder how much of this he's getting. Because um, it was so much gold. And um, I saw the space just kind of breaking apart and um i was deeply i'm still deeply moved by it and um my my um homecoming was you know getting very sick with the flu and also just allowing myself to be sick and i have continued to um cleanse integrate um it's been phenomenal um i'm so grateful these last uh, well, it's almost a week now, these last six days, I've been every night, my dreams have been off, off the planet. It's just been crazy dreams, epic, um, lots of teaching and lots of mentoring, lots of challenging and then cleansing. And last night I woke up in the middle of the night with this like ice cold, um, like, like, you know, that hot cold, it was like burning, but it was cold. Um, there was a band around my left ankle and when I be and I became lucid in my dream and I was being cleared of a lifetime as a slave and my whole body went hot and it was incredible and I was just very lucid in it and um, that's been happening every night and I have so much energy right now I'm just flying I've just cleaned my fridge and done some gardening (laughs) and I'm just like, ah, I feel, I feel phenomenal in a lot of ways. And I'm still, you know, coughing up porridge and whatever, but you know, it's all that I feel grateful for the, for the, the sickness that made me stop and not just jump right back into everything else and just be here and integrate. And, um, yeah, so much, so much, uh, phenomenal movement happened for me in, in this lab. I'm, I'm really grateful. Mm. Thank, thank you, thank for you, thank you, Alan. Sonia, you were going to say something. Yes, I can. Some of you share some of the things that Aunt Chloe said. Yeah, it's my book. Because I feel sad. Men men liberate women. What did you say, Mm. Anthony? Men dignify. Men dignify women. What I said was, is that the possibility of men's work in terms of bridging into archaearchy is what about the men's work being a space where men hold space men are liberated by holding spaces for women to for liberated women men become liberated as they hold space for liberated women yes 
And I noticed um, I received the, was it the Medic newsletter or one of the newsletters, the writing was very much that. And um, that's the part that really moved me was um, it's time to listen to the women and the women are going first and uh, men's work should not just uh, be about feeling better about being men, but about lifting up, liberating and dignifying the women. And I was, I was, yeah, that was, that was so good. Well, actually, the way I would frame it is the the men's mm. work is not about dignifying the woman. That's women's work, right? Dignified ourselves, and right. but the men men's work could be about holding space for when the dignified, liberated woman radiates and is empowered and speaks and shapes spaces and set context and build villages. But the the dignifying part is really women's work, and and that's you know and that's also was happening in that space where women was you know their underworld, the the lying and the controlling and the um, manipulation part was not flying also. So it's not let's have women have free range and you know be be whatever they are. It, it it's about being dignified and and that also means working out of the underworld and the lying and the gremlin games and the low drama and saying i'm 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 taking a stand that my space is low drama free is gremlin free you know unconscious gremlin free game which is not gremlin free it's just unconscious gremlin free mm-hmm. and and meet me there and that's the invitation for for you know towards other women and and men and game worlds and mm, I, you know I don't know Vera Vera Franco yesterday was participating she she um, joined a call with a few uh, speakers like edge worker speakers who for an hour and a half you know three men. And a woman who was not being not doing her job as a woman, and so the three men were just basically philosoph- philosophizing and and doing poetry about the state of the world, and taking you know taking zero responsibility about how do we initiate people into taking responsibility, you know, and having that conversation of what's the path, what's the what are the initiation, what are the emotional healing processes, what's the clarity that needs to be built for that path to be, you know, clearer and more empowered and, and available, you know, for the culture, culture builders. And, and, and Vera left the space just being dismayed and being, God, these are the people I love, you know, there's people she admires and she, and that are, you know, and I, I don't, I'm not going to say their name, but it's, she was just saying cut possibility management as just so much clarity about the path, about this shift from, from patriarchy to archiarchy. And and I I love what Clinton wrote in the newsletter that is yes. okay, archiarchy exists. Phase one is complete. Archiarchy is there and it's proven, you know, by the wise woman healing garden, you know, that it, it has worked for two years and as a you know, that's archiarchy <clears throat> in action. By bridge houses happening all around the world, by specialties from the possibilitator training being created and inhabited and actually delivered like not as, Oh, let's meet. And, and, mm, you know, we, we just talk about how cool we are. You know, this is not archiarchy. This is we actually holding space for healing and transformation and, <clears throat> and non-material value. And, you know, all the other non-material value, love and community and clarity and possibility. And so, okay. Archiarchy it is there. And, Many people already live there, you know, most of the time. And okay, so phase one is complete for in 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 the sense that it exists. Okay, but what about phase two? And and phase two is bringing, you know, bringing people across the path, like unfolding archaearchy, making archaearchy, you know, more grounded, um, uh, you know, available, which 
you know, in my view, really will happen through Arkin game worlds. So archaical game worlds, Arkin game worlds. So we're missing a lot of Arkin game worlds. You know, every game world in the patriarchy needs to be reinvented and and some of them needs to die need to die and, and other need to be created out of nothing that we even we don't even know about them yet. Those Arkin game worlds. And and a and a game world is it's it's mm, it's not an individual thing. It is something that you invite people in and people can be healed into, fed into, mm, transformed. And so that's the that's the main conversation that that I'm that really I'm having for the past few months now is you know what's your game world and what's your game plan? Where are you going with all with possibility management? Like all this clarity, all these practices, all these they're incredible. Yeah, and they and they change our life, you know, for the better. They really then we can have you know better relationship with our partner and you know handle the whole money topic so that it's not even a you know a question in our life. Um, you know, start helping people start, you know, being alive, like all this stuff is happening. Okay, great. So where are you going with all this? You know, what's the context that you're, that you're, that is holding your boat? Like what's the water that's holding your boat? Because the wind, you know, the wind are the, that's making your boat move. It, those are the forces of, of the archetypal forces. This is your bright principles, your archetypal lineage, you know, and, and a lot of the, you know, a big chunk of the work is how do you make space? You know, how do you become the space through which these forces can blow wind into you so that you can sail, you know, so that your boat moves. And okay, but that's like, in a way, that's almost phase one. This is phase one of being adult. Like, let's become adult where we can be that place where forces bigger than ourselves can do their work. You know, and, and I think before this kind of conversation, it was reserved for saints and gurus and teachers and, you know, whatever, you know, to be to be carried by the forces of Gaia or whatever, forces of consciousness, if I can call it like that. Okay, now we're saying, okay, this is what it's like to be adult. Actually, everybody, you know, whatever, and it's not a thing about making it everybody but there is potential in everybody to be that space and then to source archaearchy from from there you know from, okay so you've got you know you start having your boat or you start having your sails which are is your being you know the space your adult your free and natural adult you start jacking in into the wind the forces of consciousness okay the boat would be your game world you know, the boat would be your game world and the water would be your game plan. It's like, it's like what it, you know, okay. So, you know, my game plan and, 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 you know, dimension of my game plan, they always evolve and they always, you know, unfold and reveal themselves. You know, my, my bigger game plan is the emergence of our hierarchy on planet earth. So that, so that, humanity has a chance but not just humanity just you know every sentient being on earth has a chance to actually still be on a planet that is habitable you know and and also and and there's other stuff it's like okay what's really possible as human it's like okay patriarchy is not the achievement of a human being it is not it is so clear it is not okay so what is it really you know are we gonna are we gonna be able to make it to be um how do you call it uh homo you know right now we're homo sapiens which is uh, the humans who know okay are we gonna be able to make it to homo evolutio you know the human who evolve you know and that is that is at the center of that would be at the center of being a human being which would be in alignment with the forces of consciousness okay so that's that's my game plan. Okay, well, a, a dimension of my game plan, and which obviously is showing up in the spaces that I'm holding, is the emergence of archaeical women's culture as one of the bridges, as maybe the main bridge towards archaearchy. And so, great, I have a possibility team called Women of Earth. You know, I've created a possibility team. I, it's not like I have it, but there is such a thing called Women of Earth. 
and that's the research and 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 you know the women who are in there it's sort of what you were saying Susanne those are women who have done work they have done work to to be that space for which these forces of consciousness can do their work so that we can have this other conversation emergence of archaical women's culture and and a lot of you know not all of it and it's never all but that means mom and dad is complete you know gremlin transformation is pretty much complete uh decontamination is well on its way mm, the you know the the putting at the center of their life uh you know the dying the phoenix process the you know the the death and resurrection show you know that's part is just that's how we the emergence of the archaeal woman culture will emerge from the death and resurrection, the ongoing death and resurrection of the women, you know, and bur- keep burning through our, our patriarchal patterns. You know, one, 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 one burn at a time. So, you know, that was the picture of the, the, the PM newsletter. It's like this, this Phoenix that just, you know, takes down the city. Okay. Well, so, so, you know, so what's your game plan in in terms of archaearchy phase two? And in which game world are you, in which game worlds, you know, multiples are you, in, in that, I mean, are you holding that? You know, are you, that is the, the context that you're bringing. And that means uh, also you go to a conference that you're not holding space for, you're there to bring archaearchy. You know, whatever the context of that conference is, I'm here to bring archaearchy. You know, and if it's at um, um, a collusion with the context of the conference, it doesn't matter. Because leaving, you know, one, okay, one of the strategies that um, I notice as a woman, and I've heard, you know, I've seen a number of women having that strategy is, you know, who the hell am I? to take that kind of stand. You know, who am I Who am I to go bother people who have this nice, you know, ignorant uh, life and tell them that there's something else. You know, people make their choices and and I wash my hands of it. You know, and it's like, yeah. but you, no, you can't. You can't wash your hands of it <laughs> because it's the, it's the fate of earth. You know, it's the fate of humanity that's in the balance and you're it. You know, we, each of us are part of Gaia, are part of Gaia. So you leaving people with old maps and whatever the map is, you know, with old thoughtware is it's like a lie. It's like a betrayal of your game plan. If you're clear about your game plan. Yeah. So Sonia, that wasn't what I was talking about Sunday before, but it was along these lines. And I'm glad I asked the question because it opened up a totally new space. Thank you. Sonia, I want to tell you the space on Sunday morning opened up because one of the oldest women in the group said to Aunt Chloe, Aunt Chloe, did you say that you only ever do what you want? Like it was as if she talked Swahili to her. And then that's how it went, wasn't it? That was the doorway that you were able to open such a transformative, extraordinary space. And so in the, in the, you know, the, my point is, or whatever, it's not a point, my wish, no, my invitation is that there's, you know, you women here, you know, all four of you, Janet and Sonia and Susanna and Erilyn, it's like you have enough clarity to hold that kind of space for others, for other women, other community, other villages, other teams, you know, of saying, hey, what are we really doing here? You know, what conversation are we really having? You know, if we're having a problem conversation, okay, this is a gremlin conversation. And and so what's the bigger what's the bigger part? You know, what's the bigger game? <clears throat> and and I somehow to practice that, 
you know, and it, whatever it, it takes skills. It takes, but I think it mostly takes some kind of courage. You know, it takes some boldness, some saying, you know, yes, I've been burned at the stake. You know, yes, I've been a slave. Yes, I've been raped and abused, you know, emotionally, physically, sexually, like all of that is all true for every woman, you know, in this life or other lives, you know, and, and, and we're carrying the wounds of our sisters, you know, we're carrying that with us. So, um, you know, even if we've been men in, in other lives, which is, you know, the case in terms of this being, what it seems like to me is often when I'm, if I'm incarnated as a woman, the healing that I'm going through is mostly the feminine healing, stuff like that. And, and so it is true for men. Okay. It's all true. And it, it's like, like this morning we were in the, in the Brazil, we were holding space for a work talk in Brazil. It was translated in Portuguese and we had 20 people who, you know, in Brazil, you get robbed, you get shot at, you know, I mean, Brazil, you know, it's, it's a dangerous place. And, and we said, okay, you put, you, you just take all of this and you put it in a bundle, you know, all the bad stuff that happened to you, all these memories, all the, the shocks, you know, all the expectations that were broken, all the abuse, you just put it in a bundle and then you put it in the river of time. And then you just let it go in the time to go in the past, just let it go into the river of time and you let it go into the past and you let go and you keep, you know, until it's 10 meters, 30 meters, you know, 50 meters. And then you can't barely even see it. You know, this red little ribbon that you put on it, you can't even see it. Take a deep breath. And it's not about being naive, you know, about that there's gremlin out there. So there's people who, you know, who will want to control you and betray you. And it's not about that. But it's those things don't need to, like they to sort of get to give away the power, like the grip that they had on us to speak. Just let it go in the past, take a deep breath and you're here in the present and you have the skills, you know, really I'm speaking to you, like you have the skills and you have the clarity and you have the boldness. Like really I've known all of you for many years now. I mean, Sonia is going to start being many years <laughs> the rest of it has been many years and you have the boldness. So, you know, who's who's going to speak up in the conferences that are, you know, intellectual blah, blah, you know, which is we need, we should, uh, you know, whatever. This whole, that is, there's no action. There's no reality. There's no, it's like not grounded in reality. Because somebody needs to say, this is reality. So here we are. What's your game plan? You know, what's your path? What's your next emotional healing process? What's your next initiation? Because they are available. This is not, you know, think about your next process and, it, you know, you do it on your, you know, alone in your house. No, there are, there are space holders available to do all of them and they work. And we can say they work because they, yeah, we've seen it work on thousands of people. Arlene, you were going to say something? When you, were, when you were speaking about being at conferences, I'm having this experience of um, being in spaces where it's just talking in circles and, and it's, there's no real, there's no real destination or there's no real um, mountain being climbed. It's just talking for talking. And, and I feel really sad in those spaces and, and I, uh, something sometimes it feels um, just like a response to despair or something like just to being even talking about it, but not like you said, what's your game plan? It's like needing to talk about it, but not having a plan. And so it's just this talking in circles. And I, I find myself getting really exasperated. So I can hear your challenge. <laughs> yeah. Open the door in, the, in I mean that space. Yeah, open yeah. the door because, you know, there are some people who are just starting and that means they need to learn how to speak about it or things they've never spoke about before. You know, they never had words. Yeah. Okay, great. That's one phase, you know, sharing circle. Okay, we are way beyond that. 
there are spaces that are way beyond a sharing circle and, and open the door, say they exist. And the people who can go through that door will, you know, they will come and knock on your door. <laughs> they will come and yeah, ask for those. Thank you. Yeah. Relate to what you were saying, Erlen. I am now uh, discovering uh, how, uh, how to speak up in a space where I am noticing that um, something is off and without destroying it or um, because what I, I see it's happening is that I destroy the space and then somehow I withdraw myself from the space and I still don't know how to help building it up or to stay present and in connection. And I'm, I'm afraid because I see that I, I'm having this confusion whether my, my anger is conscious anger or, or it's reactivity. And this is my exploration in the moment and being in this place of speaking up and staying there all the way. And your sharing brought me this too. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Sonia. And I would add that, you know, I, I wrote this message to you in the, in the creation village about Esther, who said, oh, I was triggered by this book that was only by, about men. And the assumption, you know, I, I think this is part of the, of the woman unconsciousness or, or whatever survival. Um, I don't know how to call it. It's like, an ingrained pattern that, you know, we would consider that our anger is mostly only reactive instead of, instead of going the other way and say, okay, I'm going to let my rage speak, have no, you know, not questioning, you know, is it reaction? Is it not reaction? And then you get to see the result, you know, and only the result can really tell you. So I would propose for you to do that experiment. And it's, you know, part of the not doubting. It's go with it. Go with it. Because a few a few months ago or something, uh, a, some woman said, when I'm in a space and I can't, and I don't, and I don't feel connected, you know, it's not real. It's, it's, um, I, I'm, I don't want to be in that space. Her, her reaction was, then I feel sad. Okay, and I was like, okay, what is this sadness about really? And the sadness, I think, comes from the idea that she has already disconnected herself from the space. So instead of being in her fear, she's okay being sad, but she's not okay being in the fear of, okay, now it's it's my job to create connection. Now it's my job to, you know, say what I want or uh, make a nonlinear offer or move sideways, pull the rug out, mm, you know, hold space for a different context, shift from ordinary to extraordinary. There's all this stuff that's possible. And, but the, you know, like the sadness is, is like self, it's like self perpetuated. It's like self-created instead of actually being, you know, in the fear and in the contact of, I have, you know, I don't know how this goes. I'm walking over the edge this, I can I can rely on nothing, and that is so true for the emergence of the archaeal woman. It's like I don't think it exists, and it did not exist before. There was other kind of women's culture, okay, yes, and a lot of it, like I said, also last week, it's like we're standing on it. We're standing on a lot of women's culture that have done a lot of work before us, okay, but it wasn't archaic. It wasn't the archaeal woman's culture. Okay, so there is no point of reference. There is nobody to say, you know, yes or go or mm, this. Uh, this is true. You know, the only thing is the seed. It's like the seed that we carry. You know, and it's like, okay, how much can we rely on that? You know, and and I think a lot of the this women's liberation movement is to keep finding ways, steps you know, movement to keep relying on that and realize how much support there is from the seed, like from those forces that are with us, you know, that are cheering, 
I mean, for me, it was what was happening Sunday. It's like forces were cheering. You know, Gaia was cheering. And okay, can I, you know, can I ride on that? You know, even if nobody understands. And, you know, and I get, it was a privilege to be in a space where a lot of people understood. You know, that's an honor. Because then, you know, when other women started speaking and feeling and, and it's like, okay, this is not, it's not just my space. It's the whole space. We're writing it together. Okay. But in the beginning, it took like 45 minutes for that to happen. And it's, um, so even when people don't understand something like that, to, to, to trust that it's not trusting, it's to radically rely on it and to move the compass, you know, away from the doubting into, I'm going to radically rely on it and get feedback, you know, and, not get feedback, but see the results, you know, and in, in the beginning, it might not be very elegant. Well, so the hell what, you know, it, it will get more elegant as, as it's practiced, as it's spoken out. Okay, you're back, Sonia. I know, I know you are back. You're back from a <laughs> lot of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to. I, I want to thank you for the invitation to let your anger speak and get the result for a navigation because from it's completely the point where I'm at in my research right now, because from only thinking about would be the, the would the would by would my <clears throat> would my anger be reactive or not, I do not get a result. I do not get a response. So it can only go this way. I, I get it now to get an experience. To get an experience is my, my anger now, is it reactive? And maybe there is in the beginning a lot of react reactivity and there's also the, the clarity of the anger. And I have to find it out. It's just, thank you for mentioning this. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge, I, yesterday, uh, yesterday, also I was talking to the DACH group, the possibilitator training. And as I was speaking, I was discovering about because the invitation, the main invitation or the experiment that was offered last week was, you know, and I say it in these way today of saying radically relying, but really it's about being arrogant about the seed. Like being arrogant about the clarity, about the pain, about, you know, what, what is and what is not and what's possible and to be, to really be arrogant about that. And, you know, this whole idea that I thought, God, if I'm arrogant, I will not get the feedback. Like if I'm arrogant, I will be numb because that's the picture that we get from basically arrogant, you know, powerful men. You know, you can try to talk to them and then there's this huge armor that's blocking any kind of feedback or connection. And what I discover as, you know, a woman on the path is actually the more I get arrogant and the less I doubt myself. It's like the doubt was my armor. Like the mm. doubt, the doubting myself was the armor against the feedback. Because like Susanna, you said, I would keep thinking about it. You know, oh, I could have said that or, you know, was it really true or whatever. Instead of being with what is about being with the result of my action, basically the doubt would be an inaction. And that would be the armor. And I discovered that the more I'm arrogant, actually, the closest I am to reality, like the closest I am to the feedback and to what is. And and along these lines, I'm, I've done this experiment. I was doing this experiment and I'm still doing it about um, making no conclusions. And that's really from the book uh, that Clinton wrote called No Reason, which is the whole that's the context of Lee Lazowick, uh, the his Clinton's teacher, which is about draw no conclusion, make no conclusion about 
you know, that for me, it's like one of the ways to suppress my emotional fear was to have this conclusion. I did good or the space worked or, or, um, you know, I fucked up and how can I fix it? You know, like kind of try to hold on to these conclusions and, but especially that I did good or I'm a good space holder or I'm a good healer or this worked things like that. And, and to realize that, okay, this is still about me. I'm still making it about me trying to find a conclusion in my work instead of let it be, you know, and with all the uncertainty and all the feelings and all this, the terror actually that comes with making no conclusions about the, the moves that I make, because maybe I don't know. And it's not, maybe it's like, mostly I don't know why I'm making this move. It's like to let the forces have more freedom of movement to move me in ways that are, that, you know, I'm too small to understand, or I can't really package it in a, in something. Oh yes. If I do this and I do this and I do this, then, you know, I get this result. Yeah. But it's not like that. It's like, we're as in, you know, each human being is so complex. Okay. Well, each game world is so complex. Each village is so complex. Okay. Humanity at large is so complex that try to, you know, try to put a net on it is, is actually blocking this, the forces to work through us. And so, you know, along with the invitation of, you know, seeing the results, it's like to hold it as, okay, this is what it is. And it's, and it's no, the result is no uh, means like no tools to beat ourselves up with it. Like that's not what the results are for. The results are shift, go or something like that. But even that, you know, sort of, Susanna, you open the space and say, you know, the wise woman garden healing collapsed. I thought, okay, that's a huge conclusion to carry around. That's a big conclusion. You know, instead of saying it, it was complete, you know, or saying it is what it is. We're not meeting as such, you know, but the wise woman healing garden, as like you said, the archetypal space, okay, that has not collapsed at all because it is always available you know, if you make it visible, like through your work talk, if you make the space visible, then other women, other, you know, it, for me, it seems like it's really a woman held space. So other women can hold space for that space. Mm. But the, yeah, the, this kind of, it's like, it, I think it's really, it's a safety, it's a box safety things to make, to have conclusion. Oh, it has collapsed or, you know, in, in terms of a study group where it's about relationship, you know, the relationship has, it didn't work or is, or is, you know, it was broken or it was un, um, I don't know what kind of conclusion people made about their relationship. Like, but it's like, okay, what's the purpose of holding the conclusion? Well, it's a, the, I think the, Mostly the conclusion has the purpose of not being with what is, as it is, without stories. Without stories. But you can still get the feedback. Okay, go beep. And if it's beep, you know, shift go. You know, a second later, three seconds later. It doesn't have to be, well, when I build that again, you know, in 10 years. It's like we don't have that kind of time. So I kind of like... Experiment. Be arrogant and make no conclusions. That would be such an amazing title for a, an article. And yeah, and I was just and write about it, you know, and write about it or or make videos about it, you know, document 
document the path. So I'm hoping the work talk will be recorded of the Wise Woman Healing Garden. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. So I don't I don't know. Does anything else needs to be said or shared? So I, I wouldn't think this is the appropriate space to have the conversation about what is your game plan, because it would be a one-on-one, you know, we would go through each person and the space is not really for that. But I encourage you to have that conversation, you know, in your possibility team, in your in the possibilitator training, for those who are in the possibilitator training, and and go and you, you hold space for everybody and have each person one at a time. And I mean, I just, I can give a few hints. For example, somebody yesterday, I was having this conversation with them and, and it was a woman and she said, well, my game plan is about healing myself. And I I said, forget it, forget it. You know, your game plan cannot be about you. It's, you're too small. You're too small for those forces to say, it's only going to be about you. And the other part is, you know, which I wouldn't say to everybody, but just as a hint is, you know, that woman in particular, her healing at that level, you know, for herself was done. And at some point it's useful to say, you know, it's done. I've, which is, I mean, it's not like the healing is done. I'll say it in a different way is the healing for myself, you know, to be grounded enough or stable enough or uh, clear enough. The healing for myself is done the, the the second phase of healing happens when you hold space for other people's healing. And and so the game plan is obviously not about your healing. You know, and, and for and for this woman, her game plan was okay, women have a scream inside of them. And I will hold space for them to, you know, let that scream out. You know, which does not only come as, you know, one sound, but the scream is like what's happening now. You know, it's to talk to speak like that dragon speaking you know holding space holding space for a game world you know enlightening other women so okay okay i said okay that's okay that's your game plan that's you know that is something to i don't know like rest in like rely on you know let yourself be supported by that that when you move into spaces that is what you are a woman who liberates women's scream you know, whatever space. And so then the the identity of, you know, I'm a wounded woman or, and yes, we all are, but the identity, whatever, you know, I'm Chloe or Susanne or, or, you know, that can, it can, it's like, it's so ridiculous in a way in the face of being your game plan. It's so, you know, it's so limiting. And 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 this shift of identity is a huge. It's a huge thing. It's like a. It's such a powerful, um, transformational process to say I am something else than my box. I am something else than Anne Chloe, who, you know, is like this and behaves like this and such and such. Mm. I I wanted to say something else. Okay, what about your game plan? Okay, so those are examples, and. And you might meet people that, you know, basically they will start telling you about their game plan and you will notice immediately that they're lying because it's not their game plan. They borrowed it from somebody else. They're being adaptive to whatever context they set foot in, including possibility management, you know, and, and I, and yes, it's useful to be inspired by other people's game plan because there's people who have thought of things that we've never thought about before. Okay, so it's useful to be inspired about 
God, I can take that big of a stand. Like I can say these things. I can be that big and radiant and outrageous. Yes. Okay. It's useful to be inspired. But, but the point of the inspiration is n- not to copy it. Like it's to, it's to find your own source of that, to go back to your own seed. And so, mm. okay. So you put it on the table. Okay. You don't have your compass of reality inside of you. You have your compass of reality outside, you know, and you're completely disempowered and powerless in actually creating that game plan because it's not your own. And so then there's this conflict, you know, of what the being's game plan, let's say the, yeah, whatever the being's game plan and the the, the true game plan and the one that's sought after because it's, it doesn't match. And so, and you can hear it in people. It's, it's just not authentic. So, okay, put it on the table. You say, you have no idea what your game plan is. Where did you put your compass of reality? Where, in what kind of, you know, fantasy world, conclusion, lie, what is that that you relate to reality with? So, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm just going to give examples, but we were doing this work yesterday in the Women of Earth, and somebody said, okay, my my compass in rea- of reality is in the value of my value system is I I'm succeeding. If I am famous, if I uh, leaving a trail of legend behind me, if I'm making money and if I have achievements. So then, then she's trying to build her game plan, trying to fit her game plan into that, you know, a fantasy world or, you know, a world built by patriarchy about having money and a big house and whatever achievement and certificates on the wall and and it's in the being is just suffocating in there this is like can't breathe it just has no space to breathe so it's just this conversation about okay where where have you placed your compass of reality and that's the place you know and that's something we were working in in the lab it's like that's the place where you're powerless like the the moment you've put your compass of reality outside of you, you have no, there's no grounding in reality anymore. Your being is no longer in reality. And so you have no power, but it's something that we discovered just along the way. And in, in the few days that we've been unfolding, that is the place you are powerless is also the place that you lie as a way to hide your powerlessness. Mm. You know, instead of saying, look, I have no other options than this. You know, I only have one option. I have to be reactive. You know, that's the powerlessness. I have to be reactive. But instead of saying that, we lie. You know, we play out the, we co- whatever, we cover up the powerlessness. And so it was so incredible to to find out that the the powerlessness and the lying are just two sides of the same coin in the place where we've put a compass of reality outside of us. And then, and, and we're lying, pretending to be ourselves or something like being you know, try to be authentic, but it's all a lie. So, so you can whatever you can start spotting stuff like that and be okay. Right now you're lying, or right now you're trying to make me believe you're powerless. Where have you put your compass of reality? Because without that, like without getting, you know, it's really this thing about like without being able to decide you know, even how to dress, like what to eat, what to look at, um, where to go, even, you know, even to go on vacation, you know, um, what conversation to have with people, how to open doors, you know, if there's not a sense that comes from the being, um, there's no way somebody can have access to their game plan. They don't know how to, if they can't even decide how to dress, how the hell are they going to you know, hold space for a game plan. No fucking way. Okay, so then then you start with people where they are. You have to start really where they are. But really, yeah, Sonia. Yes. Um, you asked me a question on Chloe in the possibilitator path training, where when I was sharing about uh, me going into this new place and learning syntropic agriculture. And you asked me, is, is it really what you want to learn? Do you want to learn that? And I, I went inside and I had a yes for that. And one month has gone by. I, I 
I've been there. And what I realized is that I don't want to learn that. And I was not aware of that at that time. There was something for me in the contact with the soil and the earth uh, where I got really close to my anger and my warrioress. I felt really empowered. And I noticed that I don't want to use my precious time learning <laughs> other things other than transformation and evolution. This is where I want to dive into. And I kept thinking about the question and how my yes came. And this relates to what you are just sharing. I don't know from which place I am making choices. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not aware if they are mine or not. And now I know this. So I'm choosing and I'm discovering with the results. And now I have the clarity. I know that I want to put a lot more time into transformation and evolution. This is what I really, I'm really passionate about. And I'll keep on going. And I just want to say, it's not about what you're passionate about. This is who you are. I want a do-over. It's, <laughs> it's where my aliveness is. It's who I am. It's, it, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. And that is why I'm here. While changing buses at 7 a.m. Because I, this is who I am. And I'm so happy that I'm going for my impulses to be here with you today. Yeah. Thank you. Janet, anything from you? Not that I can access. I tried to talk before and I can't find the words. My heart was getting hot. And maybe with some inquiry from you people, I can feel heat beginning. So this would be the moment, Janet, to, to be bold, like to have the courage to, to speak without um, prompt, you know, or not more prompt, yeah. I left the Wise Woman Healing Garden yesterday because I'm fucked off with feeding, going round and round and round with certain people. And I've done it and I, they don't get any more of my energy. I Like you, Sonia, I'm up for tr transformation and evolution, not same shit, different day. Yeah, that's my anger. And I messaged you in the middle of the night, Susanna. I thought you would... Convince me to stay and your beautiful question of what could I say that would change your mind or something. It was like, got it. I'm I'm complete with this space and I'm out of there. I completely took myself out. So knowing which spaces give me that sense of a bubble inside, not like using my own energetic body to be the gauge. Because I've breastfed spaces beyond what I ever want to do again. You're nodding, Susanna. What do you know? Yeah, and, and then not letting Echo do its work. You know, of, you know, yeah. this team is complete. Let's, and so where else? And it, you know, and it's like, like you said, it's like not one second more. No. Not one second more. And that's this moment. And then you get you get so close with Echo, it will just move you to the next thing. You know, it, because cause it gets that you're so sensitive to, you know, yes, yes for this, no, you know, or, or yes and. Or, you know, and yes, let's, you know, burn, burn the space and having it rebirth in a different way, for example. Yeah. So cutting all the ties with my family, not feeding their their game worlds, 
they're not choosing evolution yet. And that's why I could eat. It was because of what you said to me and Chloe, and I'm so grateful. You know, those other people are not your people. Mm. And I thought, no, these people are my people for now. So my ferry's booked. As soon as I've finished the four spaces I'm holding, I'm out of here. So it's it's as much removing my energies where I'm where I'm letting people feed off me, letting them be the parasites that feed off me. I was doing that. Oh, I've got to put it a different way. I'm only a phase one or get phase one game world builder. That's fucking bullshit. I'm a lighthouse that calls beings home. Those that are ready to move. Okay, that's me. Thank you. You're smiling, Susanna. Yeah, because that's the Janet I want to move on with. I I need this clarity and I need your sword and yeah, not this sweet compromising breastfeeding the space. As you said, I like this picture. Mm -hmm. That's what I did also for so many years. I'm just at this point, I'm just at this point that I'm so fed up with myself also, giving all this tenderness and care and carrying everybody for the next step. And yes, and try again. I'm, I'm so fed up, yeah? Fed up meaning what? Tender, yeah, if people carrying people for the next step. So they have to walk for themselves. I'm, I'm holding the spaces where they can do this, this, these steps. Mm. But I, I won't carry them anymore, and yeah. I won't let the vampires feed on my energy anymore. And this is also scary to say for me in public, because this has been so long. The, like the default mode of my being in in the world as a woman as a mother yeah. and I feel a, a lot of fear right now standing at this point not knowing how to use my conscious anger I'm, it's not about not knowing I'm not uh, accustomed i'm i i do not have a navi still a clear inner navigation where to where to set boundaries at which point and i'm glad i got from my my decontamination coach i got an uh, i got some assignments to how to how to it's mostly asshole training for myself mm. Can you share one of the practices? Oh, it's this very, very simple rage club practicing uh, practices, saying no without reason, putting away the smile, not agreeing with anybody, this kind of. And, yeah. and being not caring about the emotional reactivity of the space, not at all. So I'm a reactivity activator. So that's what Julia told me, to be a reactivity activator so I can stay centered with the reactivity of the space. That's part of my asshole training. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then people can work with it. They have, they have meat to yeah. work with. Yeah. And that's what I also want to give Janet at this point. I want to walk with you. Deal.
any anything from any anybody else I didn't hear a word of from Mark, so I do not know your voice. Is anything there is from you? I'm accepting and receiving hearing your voices. I don't know that there's anything I need to add to your voices. Um, there's been a lot of uh, dragon speaking and download on the call tonight. And I'm taking that in and holding it rather than letting it pass through. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Thank you really Mark and Clinton for holding space because I can both feel really your space holding. Yeah. Thank you. I wanted to just, I want not just, I, I want to add that this thing of not one second more, not one minute more, um, that's really up for me. Um, I'm really... I'm feeling care, but also anger with my partner where I've come home just completely fired up <laughs> and I've been a bit relentless and, um, and, and I'm, yeah, not one minute more. I am. And, and I said, I'm raising the bar here is where I'm playing. Come and meet me and I'm not doing anything else. And wow. And it's, it's, it's been crunchy. And uh, been a, quite a bit of gremlin activity and things, but but I, I can feel that in me this um, this intolerance or this just oh like I'm not playing I'm not playing this is this is going on in my head I'm not playing I'm not playing and and it's and it's exciting I feel like I stepped over a threshold yeah. Thank you. So somehow I would just I would just call it a night or morning. It is like that. Or Sonia. Yeah. Thank you for being in this space. And we'll see some of you maybe next week. Next Saturday. I think it's middle one of the sentence from one sentence from page two to eight. Bringing mm -hmm. your life to life. Go do it this week. There's more than four secrets of us bringing our life to life. Maybe see you at one o'clock next Saturday morning. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for being <laughs> the space into which Clinton could take a bunch of notes that will go into an article and also a website probably in addition to this. Thank you, Mark. Bye, team. Bye, okay. guys. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. 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 Bye